Welcome to Build with Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I greet you in the most beautiful and the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I pray this Saturday evening you are ready to receive from the Lord. I come to you. I have been sent to you with a word from the Lord today. Uh we thank God, we thank God. I am excited for what is about to transpire this evening. I pray and hope that you have been blessed by the word the Lord got to us on Wednesday. The, that kind of word comes very rarely and I believe you have you are enjoying the meat the impartation the grace that the lord has so lavishly and generously distributed to us yeah thank god we thank god we thank god can we take a quick moment to pray and we want to pray for just a few seconds father we thank you for your goodness in our lives it is because of your mercy it is because of your grace that we enjoy this kind of information we enjoy this kind of grace prepare our hearts for this evening prepare the hearts of your children for this evening i pray that not one will not one will miss what is coming to them today not one not one not one thank you lord grant me understanding grant me articulation grant me the words to explain and to expose all that you've given to me in the spirit i love you so much jesus thank you in jesus name we pray amen amen i do, i want to get right into the word today but um, i want to quickly encourage you to consider sharing this broadcast with somebody uh, maybe there's somebody that needs a word from the lord and uh, may this word encourage them so go ahead and share this on your social media send it to a friend whatsapp it to them message it to them do what is required amen oh thank you god thank you thank you thank you <laughs> you know i get very excited when i know i'm bringing information that has the potential to change the lives of the people because all teaching is beneficial all truth is beneficial the word of god all of it is very very powerful but i have noticed there are some things that can bring tectonic shifts in the way you experience life and you do life there are some truths that can greatly shift your life i believe we have been experiencing that kind of word in the last few weeks if you're joining us for the first time i want to welcome you to a season of open doors and within that theme i want to bring to you today a revelation a mystery i want to 
unveil you unveil to you the mystery of divine speed the mystery of divine speed the mystery of supernatural speed yes there is such a thing called supernatural speed there is a such a thing called divine speed there is a thing called divine acceleration so and child of god today i will do my best to bring to you this truth how we can walk into this how we can step into this the mystery the revelation of divine speed i am not trying to be controversial today but i know that many of the things i will say will be provocative and i want you to think with me and reason with me because the end of the matter is not to tell something for the sake of saying it the the end of the matter is to help someone amen ah uh, we thank god distance is not a matter distance is not a problem in the arms of the spirit divine speed divine speed divine speed arimoto shante kele montro shante mahasa magle brosa just for 20 seconds can you open your mouth and begin to pray in the spirit macro melente se mande rihusa di la mahasa te keremose thank you father thank you thank you thank you mande kosoba la hasire monto rasente if somebody loses a house the house can be rebuilt somebody loses money the money can be restored if somebody loses something else any other possession the possession can be restored but time no man can restore time to you because time is a commodity that cannot be reversed by anybody time time so the real negotiation in life is not a negotiation of wealth is not the negotiation of properties is not the negotiation of even how successful you are the real negotiation is the negotiation of time because if there is a matter that is outside the realm of man it's the realm of time ah the richest is subject to time the poorest is subject to time the healthy is subject to time the the sick is subject to time whether you were born in india in canada in the in the in dubai time doesn't spare anybody <laughs> time doesn't spare anybody time doesn't spare anybody everybody feels the effects of time everybody 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 feels the effects of time and yet and yet this god of the bible has promised time and again that he is it is possible with him to restore time it is possible with him 
to redeem time it is possible with him that the one commodity which cannot be restored can be restored with him i am taking my time with you today because i want to i want to make sure i want to make sure that this goes into your dna this goes into your spirit there is a god the god of the bible the god almighty he stands outside of time and he is not subject to the wear and tear of time in fact time is in the palm of his hand he sees the beginning and the end because he's outside of the beginning is outside of the end he's alpha and omega because everything starts with him and everything ends with him time so when you have to study divine speed you must understand time you must understand time you must understand time time is something that nobody studies do you know that <laughs> time is a matter nobody studies and yet you will see the prophets of the bible were students of time they understood time they they understood how to manipulate time okay but we'll i'm getting ahead of myself let's go a little slowly let's go to the beginning i am of the opinion that adam and eve were not creatures that were bound by time this is my personal understanding this is my personal interpretation adam and eve were not subject to the wear and tear of time yes did they witness time absolutely did they witness the seasons absolutely that's why in the cool of the day the lord came to fellowship with him there was a time in their day which was called the cool of the day where god himself would come for fellowship and there was a time which was not described as the cool of the day so they witnessed the passage of time they saw the morning and the evening they saw the day and the night they saw the sunrise and the sunsets and yet they were not affected by it time did not corrode their bodies time did not adversely affect their bodies see when you wake up in the morning some of you wake up hungry adam didn't wake up hungry <laughs> yes his body was not subjected to hunger in the afternoon he didn't say oh my god it's been 5 hours since i last ate so let me eat again i'm doing my best to explain it to you the best i can time Adam was never late to a meeting. Adam was never early to a meeting. <laughs> Time. Adam was never early to a meeting. Adam was never late to a meeting because he was not the rules of time did not apply to him in the way it applies to you and I. But one day when he sinned, he fell from eternity into the clutches and the dirty fingers of time and instantly he began to feel the effects of time oh god help us so when sin entered and when he sinned the privileges he 
Ah, God help us. The privileges he enjoyed of being a spiritual being were removed from him and now he began he began to experience the symptoms of beings that are trapped in time that are subject to time that are subject to the wear and tear of time now the work of his hands were oh god help us now the work of his hands were also subject to the times and the seasons in in eden in eden the the fruitfulness of the trees were not dependent on the rainy season the fruitfulness of the plants were not depending on how bright the sun was shining the fruitfulness in eden was not dependent on how the soil was no 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 but when they sinned and were kicked out of eden they were kicked out of a dimension they were kicked out of a spiritual realm and now even the fruitfulness of his hands his labor in farming was subject to the times and seasons oh earth oh god help us earth was placed under the uh, for the lack of a better term uh, i don't want to use the word curse but but it earth was subjected to the limitation of time okay god help us but in eden it was not so in eden it was not so in eden it was not so isn't it isn't it interesting that jesus would go to the fig tree and expected fruit from the fig tree even though it was not the season for the fig tree to bear figs because uh jesus was used to a dimension where fruitfulness is not ai 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 fruitfulness is not subjected to times and seasons in the dimension that he comes from trees are fruitful every time please i'm i'm trying to take you somewhere i'm trying to take you somewhere i'm trying to take you somewhere so time instead of being adam's friend it began to remind him that he is a mortal man he now took on an expiry date in eden there was no expiry date on his life because without jesus help us you know i've always noticed something when i'm about to teach some very very important things those are the days the enemy will fight my people the most when i'm about to teach things that will truly shift their lives those are the days they will not tune into the broadcast those are the days they'll have fights with their families those are the days husbands and wives it's it's because the enemy knows what kind of information is coming today okay so so now adam was placed god help us now adam was placed under the limitation of time so now he had to become he had to become intelligent how to make time work for him how not to bear the consequences of time and how to overcome the limitations of time how to overcome the limitations of time okay time time in order for you to understand divine speed you must become a student of how god 
uses time, how God manipulates time and how God uses time to his advantage. Because he is a creature that is truly not bound by time. Adam realized after living, <laughs> do you know, okay, this is, uh, this is going to be interesting. How do we know Adam was 900 odd years old? Uh, help us, Jesus. How do we know Adam lived 900 years old? Did the counting of the days start when he was made? Or did the counting of the days start when he was kicked out? That's for you to search it out. For you to search it out. Because if the counting of the days started when he was in Eden, but those days are different from the days that he stepped out, I'll leave that to you. I'll leave that to you. I'll leave that to you. <laughs> Time is a mystery, child of God. Time is a mystery. Time is a mystery. Time is a mystery. How is it that you and I know? that Jesus died on the cross physically 2,000 years ago. We know that. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a historical fact that Jesus Christ of Nazareth died on the cross and resurrected some 2,000 years ago. And yet the scripture says, before the foundations of the earth was laid, the lamb was slain. Hmm. How? How is a matter 2,000 years old and yet in eternity, before the world itself was made, the lamb was slain. Clearly, clearly, clearly time is a dimension that we understand very little about, very little about. I am a student too, just like you, and I am learning. Okay, let's, let's get into this now. So, is it possible then, is it possible then, if Eve, you know, today in the world they say that, um, you know, for a woman to be pregnant, it is best, best for her if she gets pregnant when she's younger, because as she gets older and older and older, uh, <laughs> it is difficult for her to conceive because there could be health complications. Where is this health complication coming? Because it is the effects of time on the body of a woman. So imagine if Eve was never kicked out, if Eve was, if Adam and Eve never sinned, is it possible that irrespective of what her age is, because there would be no way of measuring it, irrespective of how long she has lived, is it possible that the burden of time had no effect on her womb? That is why you see when God, when God encountered Abraham and Sarah and he promised them, you shall have a child this time next year. Sarah laughed because she was very aware of the effects time had had on her body. She had, she had knowledge biologically that the time of having children had already passed. But what she did not understand that this God that she's interacting with is no longer subject 
to the effects of time and when he speaks a word that word is not coming from the realm of time that word is coming from a realm that is beyond time so it carries power it carries grace it carries glory it carries strength to come inside the womb and make an and create an environment in her old aged womb as though the womb was brand new ah. why because the word creates in you the word creates in you the location it came from you didn't hear what i just said i said the word creates in you the location location it came from so when a word comes to you the source that it came from it has the capacity to recreate the dimension it left and it came from oh dear god dear god dear god that's why when god said let there be light wherever the word went it created light because it came from the father of all lights so wherever the word went there was light there was light there was illumination okay 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 so when a word comes from eternity and it enters the space of time the realm of time it no longer obeys the rules of time it no longer engages with the rules of time but it comes and supersedes and superimposes the realities of an eternal realm so time bends for the word of god can you did you hear what i just said time bends to the word of god Ah uh, if only you knew the quality the weight of the information God is bringing to you today if only you knew if only you knew Ah thank you God I give you all of the glory I give you all of the honor one other being one other being that understands the power of time is lucifer he satan understand the effects time has on people he understands that people the fallen man after he sin is subject to the wear and tear of time so he has weaponized time against mankind can i say that to you one more time he has uh, god help us he has weaponized time against mankind he will use time against you 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 he will use time if you are not spiritually intelligent if you are not discerning Okay I want to show you something I want to show you something I want to show you something Glory mentere masante nemosa Go to Joel chapter 2 Joel chapter 2 mm. Joel chapter 2 verse 25 I'll read for our benefit I will 
restore to you the years the locusts have eaten one more time i will restore to you the years 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 restore to you the years that the swarming locust have eaten wait a second what kind of locust is this that eats thyme but in the, did the locust really eat the thyme no what did the locust eat the locust ate the harvest the locust devoured the pro, the produce of the land the locust ate the the vegetables or whatever the leaves and the plants the locust devoured the produce and yet god is saying i will restore to you the time i will restore to you the years the locust have eaten which means the lo is it true that the locust ate the vegetation absolutely but the assignment was not vegetation the assignment was to steal time they ate the produce they ate the vegetation they ate the agricultural produce but the assignment was to steal time away from the people oh help us god so which means that they oh, it's a spirit child of god it's a spirit by taking away the agricultural produce the locusts had successfully remove 3 4 5 years of their hard work remove 3 4 years of their labor it attacked their prosperity and it just didn't take money it took time it took time it took time and the enemy knows this the enemy knows this the enemy knows this that's why Oh I'm going to help some of you today some of the relationships that you have been through they just didn't come to break your heart they just didn't come to play uh with your heart they just didn't come to um you know do some things with you no 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 why is it that you can be in a relationship for 3 months and 3 years later ah uh, you are still crying over that 3 month relationship because that person came on an assignment not to break your heart the person came on an assignment to steal your time 3 years have gone by and you're still sitting and crying oh i gave my heart she betrayed me he betrayed me he cheated on me she cheated on me oh he left me 3 years have gone by but the relationship was only 3 months Oh God help us help us help us help us help us help us The assignment was your time the assignment was your years the assignment was your time So the enemy is a master at devising plots at devising schemes to suck your time out I was um it's a very dear friend of mine almost 7 years ago I told this friend of mine to leave one particular location I said 
God wants you to move out of this city and move to another city. And I told him, you can move to these two cities. I've told this person at least twice, maybe more. And the person said, oh, I'm praying about it. I will go when the Lord speaks. I said, okay. And I left it. And a few years later, an issue happened in the city and he got stuck in a few legal issues. He is a, he's not at fault, but there are there were legal issues. And by the time uh, the legal issues got sorted, it was three, three and a half years. Hmm. So I was, I was thinking about this. And that's when I understood. God knew that a matter was going to come. And he sent a prophet to tell him, leave this location. But he did not discern the word and the voice of God. And now, apart from the years that he waited, he had to spend another three and a half years solving that legal matter. He won the case. Everybody knew that he was blameless. But in the bargain, time was lost. <laughs> uh, let me show you one more example. One day, the great man of God, the prophet, Daniel, decided to study the prophecy of Jeremiah. And he, while studying the prophecy of Jeremiah, understood the time has come for God to deliver Israelites out of captivity and to restore Jerusalem again. He, he studied... Uh, you can't be a prophet if you're not a student of time. When Daniel began to study the time, he was given the understanding that it is time for my deliverance. It is time for my deliverance, right? It's time for my deliverance. And he began to engage God with fasting and prayer. He began to uh, seek the Lord by fasting and prayer. And scripture says that Gabriel was sent on day one. The minute he prayed, the day he prayed, an angel, a high-ranking angel was released with information, with understanding. But the scripture tells us for 21 days, this angel was resisted by a principality. By a principality. By a principality. So, the time was right. The prophecy was right. Daniel was praying. God released an answer. But a demonic principality came and resisted. Came and resisted. And it took 21 days for Gabriel to break the loose, break the hold and come down to Daniel with the answer. And the answer was given, the information was given. But, uh, but Daniel lost 21 days. Help us, Lord. Child of God, I'm trying to show you how the enemy has mastered certain tricks to cause delay, to cause pauses, to cause the elapsing of time. But you see, God has his own tricks. God has his own ways of redeeming time. 
isn't that what the scripture says in Ephesians? Apostle Paul says, redeem time, redeem time, redeem time, redeem time, redeem time. That's all Joel chapter 2 verse 25 says, I will restore to you. I will restore to you. What? Not the prosperity. I will restore to you the years. I will restore to you the years, the years, the years, the years, the time. And how does God do this? How does God do this? How does God restore time? Does he give us more time? <laughs> he can do that too. He can lengthen your days. But I have understood that he can not only lengthen our days and add years to our life, but I have also learned that God can cause us to have divine speed. He can give us supernatural speed. He can give us divine acceleration. What does that mean? Let me explain to you. Let's say the locust stole the harvest of five years. Let's say the locust stole the harvest of 10 years. We don't know how many ever years, right? Imagine for five years, the harvest was stolen by the locust. So how does God redeem time? How does God restore the years? He takes the five years that was lost and the five years that you're going to get and he's going to compress 10 year harvest and give it to you in one year. Oh, so you will experience the abundance of 10 years in one single year. Oh, you didn't get what I said. So God will accelerate time. God will grant you divine speed by giving you supernatural results that will take another being, that will take another human, that will take another group of people decades to achieve. He takes the achievements and the results of several decades and compresses that, oh my God, into one single year and says, now, Run with this. Now walk with this child of God. There is a grace called divine speed. There is such a matter called divine speed. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God can add so much weight to a life that in a short time, they can have such an impact that centuries later, they are still remembered and celebrated. Do you know that one of the effects of time is forgetfulness? Uh, the enemy causes people to forget. He causes people to forget how good God has been. He causes people to forget how merciful He has been. He causes people to forget that He, God has been faithful in providing for you. So one of the effects of time is people tend to forget. That's why God constantly had to remain, remind the children of Israel 
Remember how you, how I brought you out of Egypt. Remember how I brought you out of Egypt. Remember the days I brought you out of Egypt. Remember, 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 remember. And he instituted festivals. He instituted feasts only for the reason to remember. Uh, so one of the ways the enemy uses time against you is he makes you forget how good God has been. Because if you forget how good God has been, you don't remain grateful. You are not, you, you do not have gratitude for what has God has done. And you became, you become a person that complains and constantly complains and constantly is negative. And then your complaining causes God to say some things that are not desirable. Is it, isn't it true? that within every human being there is a deep desire to be remembered uh, isn't that isn't that the reason why kings build built statues of themselves isn't that the reason that has uh, <laughs> like <laughs> i don't want to say it i'll keep quiet um to be remembered when you are not physically present. That your life will have such an impact that long after you are physically departed, your life still continues to have ripple effects in life. To be remembered, to be forgotten is a curse in a sense. Okay. <sighs> I'm going a little slow with you. I hope you don't mind. To be forgotten, to be forgotten by God and by man, it's because your life, or not you, somebody, had no meaning, had no power, had no impact. There was nothing that was done in your lifetime that was worthy of remembering. That's why when you read genealogies, this person gave birth to that person, that person gave birth to that person, that person gave birth to that person, just a record of names. And yet there are some names in that genealogy where God pauses because their life became a stamp of remembrance. Their life became such pillar in time that God cannot move through time without remembering them and mentioning them and saying something about them and talking about them. May you be such a person that is remembered in the course and the flow of time. May God pause when your name is uttered in the courts of heaven. May you leave such an impact in life. May you leave such an impact on time. May your life shine so bright that God has to pause when your name is spoken. Okay. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So how do we engage divine speed that's the important question right prophet i know what you're saying i believe it but how do i walk into this how do we cause is there a way that i can walk into divine speed is there a way that my life can be touched 
and be marked by divine speed is that a way is that a way and i and to our great joy and to everybody's great joy there is a door for divine speed there is a door for divine speed there is a a body of truth that can walk you into divine speed that can walk you into divine speed okay okay are you guys ready for this now i'm ready for you i don't know if you are ready but i am ready i am ready i am ready ma kale pro shatana mausa luke chapter 1 luke chapter 1 this is the birth of john the baptist this is the birth of john the baptist this is the birth of john the baptist and just after the birth of john the baptist these are the words that are recorded and was uh, chapter 1 verse 64 and immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue was loosened and he spoke blessing god and fear came on all their neighbors and all these things were talked about through all the hill country of judea and all who heard them laid them up in their hearts saying what then will this child be for the hand of the lord was with him john the baptist was born and the birthing of john the baptist became sensational and viral news in the little town of judea or everywhere throughout the country everybody is whispering the name of john everybody is whispering the names of his parents says, how is this possible the, 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 she was so old this guy became mute and now they have been given birth to the child and at his when he was born uh, suddenly the husband can speak again so there was a explosion of news first principle whatever is born of god makes news whatever god births whatever is birthed of god god advertises it one of the ways you walk into divine speed is to make sure the projects of your life and the sum total of your life is the doing of god yeah, whatever you want to do in life whatever you set out to do in life make sure that they are products they are birthed by god these ideas these businesses these ministries these things that you want to do in life uh, let them be the result of a divine birthing because whatever god births god advertises whatever god produces god publishes whatever god produces god promotes so so the first principle of divine speed is to make sure that what you want speed for the projects of your life it must be birthed by god it must be birthed by god i have to start here this seems so simple but you will be amazed how many people want divine acceleration on projects that are not from god <laughs> why would god promote something that is not his purpose okay okay so that's the first thing there is a divine demand please listen to me there is a divine demand for whatever is born of god 
there is a divine demand for whatever is born of god born of god born of god that's the first second principle of divine speed divine speed requires intensity let me say that to you one more time some of you are thinking this is not spiritual no no i'll explain divine speed requires intensity requires intentional intensity you accelerate listen to me you accelerate a matter by becoming intentional and you become you add intensity to it the problem with so many of you your attention is diffused you have 200 projects going on in the morning you want to be a designer in the evening you want to be a prophet in the night you want to become a dancer in the next day morning you want to become an architect ay 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 god cannot add speed for a diffused person if you can bring intensity and become intentional about one or two areas of your life and you bring everything to that one thing you bring everything to those primary matters in your life the law of intensity will grant its speed did you hear what i said the law of intensity you don't believe me do you you don't believe me <laughs> you don't believe me Let me give you a practical example. You go on your treadmill, okay? You go on your treadmill. Uh you go on your treadmill, you know that machine where you walk on and you start walking. Okay, set the speed to 3 or 4 and then you walk and you walk and you walk and you'll realize it's going to take you 30 minutes at 3.5 speed to burn 100 calories, right? And then you increase the speed to 8 you will see that you are able to burn 100 calories at the speed 8 but how can you produce 8 speed on a treadmill without intensity oh so now you realize it requires energy speed requires energy speed requires intensity which means for you to for you to lose 100 calories you can do it in 30 minutes or you can do it in 15 it is determined by the intensity you bring to the matter intensity intentional intensity some of you when you pray you come outside and you tell everybody man of god today i prayed for 3 hours today i prayed for half an hour today i prayed for 45 minutes today i prayed for 2 hours today i prayed for 7 hours i guarantee you i guarantee you if you prayed for 5 hours out of the 5 you were only praying for 20 minutes the rest 4 and a half hours your mind was busy wandering thinking about everything thinking about your cousin thinking about that other man of god thinking about one random youtube video ah you you're physically locked up inside a room but there is no in intensity to your prayer there is no intentional intensity to your prayer so intensity produces speed you study the great you produce you, 
you study the great men and women of the bible you will see that they were people that were of great intensity to one matter speed are you learning something okay i'm going to give you a personal shortcut now okay this is tried and tested i have eaten the benefits of this matter hmm. get a mentor in the church world we will call it a spiritual father get a mentor a mentor adds speed to you if you have a good mentor if you have a good father if you have a voice that has gone ahead of you that man's voice that woman's voice that mentor's voice grants you speed grants you speed because now you are no longer subjected to experience your learning is not dependent on your own experience some of you are addicted to your own experience you're like ah only when i see it only when i experience it only when i you say all of that no problem no problem if that's what you want may god be with you but if you want speed get a mentor because a mentor adds years to your life oh now you are no longer operating at the sum total of the information you possess now you are operating on your level and on the level of information that your mentor possesses so he brings information that will take you 10 years i want to uh, celebrate my senior prophet prophet shaiju matthew i remember when i first met him i had been in ministry for about 2 years or so and then up the lord allowed our paths to cross and he was kind enough to take me under his wing and within a very very short period of time of sitting under the grace and the shadow of my father and learning from him and doing everything he told me to do within a very short period of time our ministry exploded exploded like see i have no ministerial background my father is not a pastor i don't come from a family that used to go to church. i was the first convert i was the first believer in my house so i had no knowledge of what is ministry i had no understanding and then i met my father and within a few short periods very it was few months actually to be honest our ministry exploded like boof because my father was a a generous teacher and i was a very very eager intentional student oh my god <laughs> anyways i don't want to give away too much because i would never meet my father at that time without a book and a paper a book and a pen and i would write down every single thing he would say and then i would go back home i would put it on an email and i would send him the email i said this is what we discussed these were the points that we talked about this is what you corrected me on this is where you rebuked me this is what you told me i should do these are your instructions this is the time when i would send the whole email back to him i'm giving too much information to you guys i'm giving too much information 
to your life. <laughs> and then one day I was sitting with him and I was explaining to him I was telling him I I said I can't explain this like I don't get this I don't get this I don't get this. <laughs> and I remember the words my father told me I will never forget it in my life. He said God has done in your life in a short period what it took me 5 years to do because i did not at that time have somebody to correct me but what i took 5 years to build the lord has allowed you to experience it in a few short months ah a mentor shortens your learning curve a mentor adds speed to your life i'm very very thankful to my father i'm very thankful i'm blessed he is one of the greatest blessings in my life i words will fail to tell you what he means to me ah okay okay divine speed divine speed divine speed one more key maybe we'll do two more and we'll wrap it up today when the manna fell when the manna fell the, the food of heaven when the children of israelites were in the wilderness when the israelites were in the wilderness the manna fell every day isn't it true isn't it true isn't it true but the manna came with an expiry date it could only last a day you could collect it in the morning eat it for breakfast and lunch and dinner and if there was any leftover manna by the next day morning it would rot it it came with an expiry date 24 hours so in the next day morning new and fresh manna would come correct everybody with me so it understood the the manna understood it was spiritually intelligent it understood so this is time i can't i can't i cannot cross the boundary of 24 hours and yet when the ark of the covenant was made they took a little bit ay 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 they took a little bit of that manna put it in a cup and they placed it in the ark of the covenant and the manna in the ark of the covenant forgot the passage of time because it now dropped the deadline it had on itself the deadline that god had given 24 hours you have to get rotten it forgot so the thing that is supposed to expire in 24 hours it entered the glory of god it entered the presence of god it entered the shekinah glory of god and the effects of time are suspended the laws of physics are suspended oh child of god there is a grace for divine speed there is a grace for divine preservation where time cannot have its hand on your life when you enter the presence of god when you enter the glory of god when you enter the 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 abiding presence of the lord jesus christ time you are beyond the the reach of time ah the limitations of time begin to fall off on your life your 
skin looks different your hair looks different the strength in your body is different oh your age is no longer a factor so the glory of god the presence of god allows you to suspend the effects of time you can shorten it or you can lengthen it you can go fast you can go slow uh, to the spiritual person time flows very differently <laughs> the glory of god the glory of god is where time does not have its eroding effect on your life yeah that's why ah uh, help us lord help us that's why moses walked into the mountain top fasted for 40 days ate no food drank no water and slept no sleep and yet when he came out his face was glowing and radiating why because he when he walked into the presence of god he walked into a realm that is no longer controlled by time he was fed by the glory he was sustained by the glory he was kept awake and alive and nourished by the presence of god oh you don't get it you don't get it ah yes you can eat the presence of god you can drink the presence of god uh, <laughs> time 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 and there were people below the mountain in the valley and for them time is not frustrating he said we don't know where this moses has gone it's been 40 days since he went up the mountain and we are stranded here we don't know what to do we have been stuck in the same location for 40 days we have not moved an inch i'm tired of the scenery i keep seeing the same sunset i keep seeing the same tree oh i'm getting tired ay 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 ah and now the lack of movement the lack of progress the lack of not changing the scene is frustrating to them so much they decide to create a god for themselves they decide ah in the valley time is your enemy in the valley time causes you to be frustrated in the valley ay ay abushada in the valley you begin to feel oh i have not gone anywhere i have not moved anywhere life is not going anywhere for you i feel stuck in the valley <coughs> and yet moses is in the glory he is in top of the mountain he is in one location physically on top of the mountain and yet he doesn't see the sunrise he doesn't see the sunset time has come to a standstill for him he's not bored he's not frustrated he's not angry ah I told you guys I told you guys I told you guys in the valley you feel the effects of time you know what I'm doing for you guys you you will not believe what I'm I'm taking full sermons this teaching can be spread out for 5 6 weeks I'm taking it and I'm compressing it and I'm giving it to you I hope you are grateful I hope you are enjoying this if you are thankful to the Lord please let appreciate and appreciate and appreciate the lord jesus christ you stay in one location long enough that 
the time you spend in that location can frustrate you ah but in the glory when you are a man that walks in the glory of god when you are a woman that walks in the glory of god this physical location means nothing ah this physical location means nothing jesus lived in such a small piece of land in israel <laughs> his entire life he lived there never saw this never saw switzerland never saw uh, the beach uh, in florida he never went to uh, mount everest but his life was so colorful why because he was not subjected to these frustrations of space and time okay finally i'm going to close with this i'm going to close with this and this is my most important lesson to you today the speed of your life please listen to me the speed of your life is determined by the brightness of your light the speed in your life is determined by the brightness of the light you possess how bright the light in you shines the faster is the acceleration in your life now some of you are saying ah man of god what is this this is uh, sounds very weird no it's not weird it is weird if you are spiritually young and let me explain it to you let me explain it to you do you know that you know i heard this somewhere and i i really enjoyed it um and i want to share it with you do you know light has no respect for how long darkness has been in one location imagine there was no light in a room for 10 years and then imagine another room that had no light for 5 years then imagine there was another room that had no light for 5 minutes and then imagine a one other room that had no light for 500 years no light it was in pitch darkness the minute you light a candle all the rooms irrespective of how long they have been in darkness how long they have been dark oh god help us darkness is driven out at the same speed it doesn't say oh my god darkness has been here for 500 years maybe light can come in slowly here Oh light has been here for uh, darkness has been here for 5 years maybe this place we can negotiate and no 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 I learned that from a man of god thank god for him thank god for him Okay what does the scripture say The scripture says the entrance the entrance of the word produces light so when God's word comes to you when the word of the Lord brings understanding to you when the word of God creates illumination creates light we're not talking about the physical light right now that's a that's the product of another light the the physical light that you see in the sun and the moon is a result of a higher light you know to the to the worldly this will not make sense uh to the scientists may laugh at what i'm teaching but we are spiritual people so it's okay <laughs> so the entrance of the word 
brings light and that light in you determines how fast or how slow your life is going to accelerate you know if you go back to your physics class in uh, your school as a child they will tell you the fastest speed in the universe is the speed of light if you if you have children open their 6th uh, 7th standard physics books you'll see it there the fastest speed in the universe is light light the physical light travels at 300 kilometers an hour uh, uh, per minute sorry 300 kilometers a minute 300000 kilometers a minute 300000 kilometers 300000 and yet that light was <laughs> that light was created by a word when the word was spoken it created a light that travels at 300000 kilometers an hour so the word is faster than the light because the word went before the light so wherever the word goes the light goes so the word must be faster than the light so child of god i present to you your, the speed of your life is a sum total is a result of the word you possess in your spirit i'm telling you nobody is going to teach you this in church nobody is going to teach you in some conference but i'm telling you the way you accelerate your life the way you add divine speed to your life you get god to speak to you you stand in the speakings of god you stand where god is speaking uh, because your life is consistent your life is consistent the speed of your life is consistent with the word you possess <sighs> i think i gave too much information because i can feel fatigue setting into you i can feel like oh wait a minute we should have just stopped 5 minutes ago <laughs> child of god your life is not moving because you have not heard god don't tell me you're hearing god and your life is stuck it is not a possibility Don't tell me that the Lord God Almighty is speaking to you in the morning, speaking to you in the afternoon, speaking to you in the evening and and for the last 50 years your life has not moved. It is not possible. It is not possible. What glory will God get in you having an unproductive life? What glory? So divine speed is associated with divine word. so with all you're getting get the word get the word get the word get god to speak to you get god to speak to you isn't it amazing that jesus lived on the earth for only 33 years please think think with me for a moment think with me this god of the bible this jesus lived on the earth for only 33 years 33 and a half perhaps and out of that he was in active public ministry for only 3 and a half years and yet 2000 years later 
he is the most famous name he is the most searched name there is no country where his name is not proclaimed there is no continent where his church is not found and there is no group of people where that have not heard his name come on how is it that a life that was in public display only for three and a half years has such eternal ramification has such such a divine impact it is because of the intensity of the light that he carried that when even for a short period of three and a half lives when that light was unveiled woo, all of time began to shift and shake because of that ah the word became flesh and 2000 years later here we are still sitting under the shadow of his light thank god thank god okay we'll stop here today we'll stop here i've already given too much and some day when the lord allows us to reopen this subject we will go a little deeper we will go a little deeper some of you said you know oh my father took 40 years to build this business in 40 years it turned around a million dollars every year but when divine speed comes to your life in 4 years you will be turning around 10 million dollars every year when divine speed comes your father might have taken 55 years to build a church of 3000 but when divine speed comes you will build a church of 3000 in 3 months oh there is a grace there is a grace and i am telling you prophetically this ministry is going to get into a season of divine speed me and my wife are stepping into a season of divine if, if it is true that i am stepping into a divine speed a season of divine speed then you that are connected to us must also step into a speed a season of divine speed oh god help us help us help us help us it is not possible that we walk into a season and you don't walk into that season it is not possible that we are divinely accelerated that you are not accelerated if you're truly connected to this branch if you're truly connected to this wine you will also experience divine speed Oh may God grant you understanding may God grant you understanding you're going to see it 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 your churches are about to explode ah <sighs> some of you are going to make in a day what you used to earn in a year some of you are going to earn in a day what you would have earned in a decade mark my words when i'm telling you this if whatever you make in a year you're going to make it in a day in a single hour get ready get ready we thank god we thank god we thank god we thank god glory mente masata father i've given to your people what you have given to me the best i can I pray to those who are truly connected this will be a year of divine speed this will be a open door of divine speed I thank you Lord I bless them right now 
in Jesus most precious name amen god bless you may the lord be with you may the lord richly bless you god bless take care thank you for tuning in to this episode please consider sharing it and for more information log on to harirao.com